Like many adult interests, my passion grew out of the playthings of a child. My Schwinn was not one of those fashionable Stingray bikes with their 20-inch wheels, but it carried me farther and faster than any other bike, and I liked the feeling of having to wait for my friends David and Sugar Bear. Every Saturday during the school year, the three of us would clean our bikes and ride all over the known city. These weekly excursions gave me a sense of independence, speed, and exertion I never forgot. These jerseys are from some of the various teams I was on or exchanged with other riders at the end of a multi-day stage race. These are all from the latter part of my cycling career since my girlfriend and I had a bad and very expensive argument over the phone. I called her from France and she threw out all my jerseys in the trash. She knew how much they meant to me and our relationship was never the same after that. These wool shorts from the days riding on the Denver Spoke Team survived because I had them in one of the boxes of my books, my other passion. Until the late 70s, all the cycling clothes were made of wool. Even though it doesn't seem possible, they kept us cool and dry. The only drawbacks were the care these clothes required and how much water they retained when you had to race in the rain. The Crest Team jersey is one of my favorites as it was one of the last corporate incarnations of the Columbine Cycle Club, based at the Denver Spoke Bicycle Shop while I was there. Another favorite is my replica of the 1985 jersey worn by Greg LeMond in the first Tour de France he won. My former teammates on the ACBB squad in Paris sent it to me in a bidon of water bottle. To me as a joke, with a letter haunting me with my words, Someday I'm going to be the first American to wear the yellow jersey. Famous last words. This jersey is from the Brazilian national team when they raced in the Coors Classic. It was given to me by Nelson Nazaret, whose older brother Emerson I coached while I was assistant director sportif in Sao Paulo. Like the jerseys, I no longer have most of my old racing bikes but this is because they were either the property of the teams or simply wore out and were no longer stiff enough for racing. I still have my last Tomasini frame simply because it is so beautifully handmade. I have one of the last Italian-made Bianchis. I updated it with select carbon fiber components, but it doesn't handle nearly as well as my Tomasini, and I don't ride it as much as I thought I would. The bikes I still have. My favorite is my 1968 Peugeot that I used to ride through the streets of boulogne billancourt and down the Seine to Paris. It was a team racing bike from the 1960s and the ACBB team mechanics replaced the French parts with spare Campanolo racing components because they were so dependable. The wheels were hand laced with one of the first sets of Mavic clincher rims in this country and are still perfectly straight and true after 27 years. I had the shift lever mechanisms completely reassembled after I rode the bike for several years as a one-speed messenger bike. Only the tire tubes and the brook saddle has been, have been replaced. I have wisely changed the narrow leather racing saddle for a more comfortable Brooks B10 in honey leather. I used the 5-speed Regina Auto gears when I used to ride for 5-point cycle when I was 16.
over 45 years ago. It's funny how life is. When I was in my late 20s, I put cycling ahead of my relationships and my career. Luckily, I had, for the most part, understanding girlfriends and bosses. Then I got married. Slowly and perceptibly, older passions like reading and writing came to the front, and new passions, my family, bloomed into the most important things in my life. I look at my bikes and my jerseys, and even though I don't ride as much as I would like to or should, I still smile with the heat of my passion.